Abbey United, Kalani United, Arrowheart, Ahana Celtic, Ballymore Celtic, Manor Rangers, Ben Bulbin FC, Yates United, Dremore Villa, Carrick Town, Boyle Celtic, Gertrude Celtic, St John's, Valley Rovers, Valley Gawley Celtic, Polly Bowles, Eagle Tober, Grand Celtic, Ballyclare United, Merville United, Kilgallas and his crew on United. This is Youth Soccer on Ocean. Yes, here we are with the Youth Soccer Podcast and here is Tina Byrne. Tina, good evening to you. Good evening, Oscar. How are you? I'm going to check, is your mic working or have I have the wrong one up? How are things? I'm good. I'm, am, I, am I... Can you hear me? Uh, now I can. Can you? Okay, there that's we good. Are. That's, that's good. more so, like Some it. people might say that's a good thing when they can't hear me. But we uh, have the technology, <laughs> we just don't know how to use it. That's okay, Austin. How are you today? I am very well. Glad I'm indoors I know. rather than outdoors. Oh, tell me. Tell me about it. We'll, co- we'll come to that later on. I have uh, I have some tremendous... Uh, <laughs> um, weather updates. Weather for... updates is right, yeah, from the matches. I might just kick off, Austin, with the results that yep. I have to hand, please, from uh, from this week. And we'll start with some games that were played midweek. Um, boys under 12, Group C. Boyle Celtic 2, Ballisadere United 2. Boys under 16, Group A. Ballisadere United 1, St John's FC 0. Boys under 16, Group B. Drumahir FC 2, Ballymote Celtic 4. Um, SFAI Boys Under 15 Trophy Manor Hamilton Rangers 1 Craig Moore of Galway 5 uh, Back to the League Boys Under 13 Group C Yates United 1 Real Tubber 4 Abbey United 1 Gurchin Celtic 2 Valley Rovers 5 Kilglass Innescrow 0 Strand Celtic 3 Carrick Town 4 St John's 1 Boyle Celtic 5 Boys Under 15 Group A Arrow Harps 1 Boyle Celtic 2 Boys Under 15 Group C Boyle Celtic 1, Strand Celtic 2, Kulani United 3, Ben Bulban FC 0, Merville United 3, Drumahir FC 0. Boys under 15, Group B, Yates United 0, Real Tubber 2, Ballisadere United 5, Strand Celtic 2, Carrick Town 3, Valley Rovers 1, SFAI Girls under 12, Interleague, Sligo Leitrim 1, Mayo 1. Boys under 13, Group B, Ben Bulban FC 3, Manor Hamilton Rangers 2, Ballisadere United 6, Drumahir FC 2. Boys under 13, Group A, Strand Celtic 6, Boyle Celtic 2, Merville United 1, Carrick Town 2, Yates United 1, Kilglass Innescrown 1, SFAI under 14, Girls Interleague, Donegal 0, Sligo Leitrim 0, Girls under 16, Real Tubber 4, Ballymote Celtic 1, Boyle Celtic 6, Colry Bowes 2, Drumahir FC 4, Yates United 8 Girls under 14, Carrick Town 1, Merville United 0, SFAI Boys under 13, Trophy, St John's 4, Arrow Harps 1, Girls under 12, Group B, Kilglass in Scrone 2, Abbey United 1 and Drumahair FC 3, Gurchin Celtic 3 see enough despite the weather I know and do you know there was a lot of uh, a lot of goals um you know, when you, when you think the weather was 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 rather uh, inclement and not very cooperative, there's still a lot of goals going in, and I'm I'm kind of visualising, particularly in some of the fixtures, that some of those may have been wind assisted. So um, I, I'm not sure, but. Um, Okay. Um, well, well done to everybody who, who who togged out and turned out yesterday to uh, fulfil the fixtures because unfortunately it's at the time of year where the weather is 
so um, Yeah, well, let, let's talk through some of those games yeah. from the weekend, starting with Sligo, Leitrim, uh, interleague representation. Yeah, the, the girls under 14s, uh, they had a fixture against Donegal. Now, again, um, I always say this, uh, it's it's about the geographical way the, the, the split is for interleagues. They, they pitch the local teams against each other. So Sligo, Leitrim are usually in a division with uh, Donegal, Inishon and sometimes Cavan Monaghan, depending, or for the girls, sometimes Mayo. Now, this was quite a tight game. Uh, Donegal, by all accounts, definitely had the better of the first half and shaded that, but didn't uh, didn't manage to score any goal. Um, Sligo Leitrim, again, got into the rhythm, got into the running and stepped up and they dominated the second half. But again, they didn't manage to um, score any goal. So perhaps we could say um, honours even, maybe a fair result at the end of the day. So it's uh, it's 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 always tough against uh, against Donegal in a show. But um, I'm sure Sligo Leitrim were probably happy to come away with uh, with the point out of that. So uh, well, well done to them, and uh, they, they, that interleagues will be will be happening fairly regularly now for the next for the next while. I imagine they would. In the boys under 13 league, pretty entertaining game this weekend between Ben Bulben and Manor Rangers. Yes, the first I think the first line on on the on the the detail that I got was um, um, from a wet and windy McSharry Park. So I'm trying to visualise over there. There probably is a, a low level of of um, shelter over there. So I think the best place to have been was probably on the pitch, not standing watching it. Um, but um, a really good result for Ben Bulben FC. They named uh, Jack McLaughlin as the man of the match. Their captain on the day was Adam O'Halloran, and uh, particularly. Big um, congrats to Fergal Keegan, who scored the winning goal for Ben Bulban and who made his debut. So that was a, a, a nice uh, way to, to 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 start your playing career with the with the team to score the winner. So again, a tight game, but uh, Ben Bulban were the were the victors on the day. But conditions, I'm sure, difficult uh, for for the teams. But it's nice to see that the the football. By all accounts, was was uh, was very good um, and a win for Ben Bulban. So they 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 carry on with uh, their march there. And nice when you score on your debut yeah, as well. Nice one, uh, yeah. Girls under sixteen league Rail Tubber against Ballymote Celtic. Yeah, I always kind of look at the the sort of what I class as sort of relatively speaking the local derbies. Again, played in Cleavera. Uh, you could argue there isn't a whole pile of shelter there either, but uh, both teams uh, went at it, uh, very committed. Um, Tubber seemed to have the edge. Ballymote always tough and they do a huge amount of work out there um, almost seven days a week. But um, Tubber came out the, the winners that had goals from Emma Roach, Emma Cairns, um, Ireland Barrett, who I know from because she was on the Gainer Cup team last year. Um, Ireland would always be very quiet but she's, she's, she's not... Um, um, she's not shy when it comes to scoring a couple of goals on the pitch. She she she's very effective, and a goal also by uh, Lucy Henry. So very competitive. Uh, but uh, the honours went to Real Tubber, who were happy driving back up the N17, no doubt. Yes, nicely done there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, girls under 16, we've talked about the under 16 boys. Yeah, um, there's a couple of games there. Just I'll run through a couple of them. We had uh, under 16 boys, boys Ballymote Celtic uh, versus Drummer here. Ballymote um, won that game 4-2. Uh, 
goals, Connor Boyle, Cormac McHale and uh, Kean Chandler, that they were three of the scorers, so they had a good win there. Girls under 16, um, Yates versus Drumahare, again, cold, wet and windy, but a lot of goals went in there. There was, I think there was a, a total of 11 goals, so um, Yates coming out on top on that one. Um, we had an interesting game out in Strand Hill, boys under 13, Group A. Boyle were the travelling team, they came to Strand Hill. Now, Strand Hill, on a, on a, on a summer's day, there's always a, a sort of a crosswind of some description there. But um, the conditions were pretty horrendous. So much so that the referee, just to, to give the players a chance, there was hail showers that would cut the head off you. So they sort of um, interrupted the game once or twice, I believe, just to take the players in until those showers passed. Um, Strand got off to a fantastic start. They went 2-0 up. Boyle pulled a goal back. It was 2-1. Strand um, regained the two-goal um, advantage. 3-1. Um, went up 4-1. Boyle got another goal uh, for 4-2. Uh, and Strand soldiered on then and 6-2. So again, probably um, Boyle went home licking their wounds, but um, they're not going to be um, displaced that easy. So I'm looking forward to, to see how that uh, that whole league pans out. But by all accounts, a, a, a very competitive and committed game by the by the under-13 boys from both teams. So congrats to them. Yeah, they're, they're hardy men, the Strand Celtic boys under-13 team. We'll see if the grown-ups are as hardy because the adult team play in their FAI Junior Cup. That's right. Tied right. next Sunday. Yeah, I had another uh, under 13 Group C game and it featured Strand. Strand, uh, unfortunately, coming out the, 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 unfortunately on the wrong end of a result against Carrick Town. It was uh, Strand 3, Carrick Town 4. Um, but Strand were 3-1 down at one stage and um, came back and Carrick got a late penalty to, to seal the victory there. So th- that sounded like again uh, an exciting game for for anybody who took the time to go and watch it um but Carrick were the happier team on the day so it shows you like but again great work going on out in in Strand Hill there's so many um kids and they just do great work with uh, bringing all the kids in to to get them playing football which which is fantastic so well done to Carrick on this occasion now the under 11 Non-competitive soccer leagues is something we, you've been championing on this podcast for, for a while now, but you were in roving reporter mode this weekend. I was. I, I, I decided today was as good a day as any to um, to take myself in. Now, it starts usually around 10, and it, the format is, is quite interesting. Each team that comes in, they play a game, so you're in every sort of two weeks, and sometimes they vary the the, cha- the starting times. So, I when I was in today, now again, I, I may stress, I had about an, a, a hour of a window to do this work and there was teams coming, it was like the Red Sea parted and cars were coming and going and players were turning up, togged out. So, well organised referees on three pitches and it's very slick um, with minimal delays and teams coming and going. So, what happened today was the under 11 girls were playing. I was, um, there was three games going on. I was sort of in the middle of two pitches. The first pitch was Ballymoat Celtic versus St. John's and when I turned around turned my back the other pitch was Arrow Harps versus Kulani um, 
I must say, I, it's it's fantastic to see the kids out playing, enjoying themselves, and um, mentors, parents, all that cheering them on. I there was boys coming in after that, but I, as I said to you, I only stayed for I was only able to stay for a couple of the a couple of the girls' matches this morning. But I will get back in because I'm very passionate about the ethic of the under eleven. It's non-competitive. It's inclusion, etc. So I I managed to catch up with a couple of the um, of the players I met with a couple of the girls from Ballymote and a couple of the girls from St John's and I think you might have some of the the, the, the little conversations we had there, Austin. Rachel Henry, Ballymote Celtic. Ava Organo, Ballymote Celtic. Okay, girls, what's uh, what's happening today? Who are you playing today? Uh, we're playing St John's today. And how did that go? Uh, good. It, they're they're a really good side, and it was really tough. Uh, and they got a few, and we got a few quick goals, and I think that just uh, got us off. Okay, and Ava, did you enjoy the game? Yeah, I enjoyed it very well, oh, but it was tough. Tough. And where do you play normally? What position? Uh, up front. Up front and did you score any goals today? Uh, no. No, that's okay because I don't think we keep scores in this game. It's more about getting involved and all yeah. that. And have you many players with you today? Uh, we have um, uh, like we have a lot and we and uh, Damien and Monica I swap us off so okay. everyone gets a good okay. goal. And Ava, who's your favourite player? Myself. Yourself? That is fantastic. Nobody has ever said that to me before. So what's what's uh, what's the plan? Are you going to keep playing soccer? Uh, of course. Sheila Flanagan. And what's your club? St. John's. And you? Nicole Gallagher. And your club is? St. John's. And did you just have a game there? Yeah. How did it go? Good. Did you enjoy it? Yes. Good. And do you like soccer? Yes. yes. And do you play here regularly on a Sunday for the under-11s? Yeah. yeah. And do you train during the week or how does it work? We train Monday and Fridays. It, it, at St John's? Yeah. 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 And do you like, would you watch soccer on TV or anything like that? Yeah. Do you follow the Irish ladies team? Mm-hmm. And they're going to the World Cup? Yeah. yeah. And would you like someday maybe to go to the World Cup? Yeah. Maybe? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And do you play other sports as well? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Where do you go to school? Carol. Carol. And yourself? Carol. And are you friends at school? Yeah. So that makes it easier, isn't it, playing football? Well, listen, ladies, I watched you today. Well done. I enjoyed the game. And we'll see you over here again another week. Is that okay? Thanks, girls. Okay. Bye. Bye. I love that Ballymote Celtic answer. Who's your favourite player? Me. Yes. Mr. Yes. Ronaldo will be proud of that. Uh, like, honest to God. I mean, the, the thing was, the, the, the um, I think it's just the, the whole... Um, notion of like they, they just love the playing they love the running round and most of the clubs they don't set them in positions and have them rigid or anything like that you have players playing in different positions and again that's the whole purpose of the the blitz is that people get comfortable they learn they you know there was there was there was great there was just great um, interaction as well between the, the between the teams, the players, the opposition, whatever. I think I might have scared the two girls from St John's. They were they were quiet because because I said to them, "Would you do a little chat with me?" Uh, but when they when uh, when they got into it, they were uh, they were they were you know they were well able to talk. They, they let that. their football do the talking. Too, the, yeah, they let their football absolutely. Do the talking. But, but great, great, uh, great, great. And I thank thank all of those uh, players and their coaches for um, allowing me to 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 interview them yeah. at, the, at the matches. To and to, to remind people listening who aren't familiar with the under-11 soccer bliss on Sunday mornings, 
you, we will never hear the results of the under-11 league never. in your results sequence. No, 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 never. The, the whole point of it is it's a non-competitive. Um, it's it's about... A lot of clubs, you see, have players who are watching and there's no competition for them until they get to 12. But I... Well, we we, we feel it's it's not appropriate to have um, sort of uh, results and who's this, that, and who many goals did you score and all this. So it's it's run on a non-competitive basis and the, the, the sort of... the the thought process, the school of thought behind it is that it gives players, it's like a taster and then they sort of transition into the 12s. But a lot of the kids actually and you'll probably hear from the next interview a lot of the kids train with the 12s um, but they have their own sort of a non-competitive competition because a lot of them are, are mad for games. You see, it's all training is fine but a lot of kids like to tug out, have a jersey and play games and that's the whole the whole point of it. And did you notice, Tina, like do does everybody buy into that? I mean, you know, on the touch line is I'm sure they're encouraging their players but it's it's done in that feel good you know we heard Quiva say there everyone gets a good go in yeah. terms of playing time yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll I, I tell you the truth. I, I know myself. It's really hard. If you, if you're if you're up there, I found myself when I when I knew who was playing today, uh, and and I maybe I felt that the other team were maybe stronger than them. Whatever. I found myself probably yeah. shouting. And if there was a goal scored against, you know, say a team, yeah. I was a cheer. I was encouraged. But but that's not the bad thing. It's just that what what I what I what we try to discourage is where you hear players or coaches saying oh we won that 15-3 it's, it, because it, it's not about it's about looking, looking at the players and saying that they played well and that they're versatile or they might be good in midfield or whatever and or they might do you know what I mean but, but a lot of the, the girls that play it's their first time really on a pitch, you know, understanding the football, understanding the the the, the whole the whole format. It's a, so you don't want to scare them off. What we're really looking for is that when they transition up to twelve, that they want to play. That we have a good retention record there, and that, that's why I think it's important that that people understand that it is for the the, the girls to or the, and the boys. Sorry, I said the girls because they're the ones I met today. But the girls and boys to get into the. The, the the sort of the, the game the game phase and all that they love getting the jersey they love having their gear on them they love the whole club sort of representation and and that's how we want to try and keep it we just don't want to have it moving into oh you know can we get a league table for the under 11s we won all our matches i do i don't i don't care who wins what like but i i think to be honest anybody i met today the emphasis was on participation, enjoyment and um, learning. And that, that to me are the sort of the mainstays of that. Introduce your next yes, guest, Yes, well, please. okay. So I had, I had, they were so delighted. I met with a couple of, of, of girls from Arrow Harps. They played Kulani. And I know a lot of the kids are running because parents were bringing them to other things, was athletics on today. So I had to sort of jump in here. So I, I got three willing participants from um, Arrow Harps. Um, they had a game against Kulani, and I think they were honest in their assessment of themselves and the game. So you probably have that clip there. So I'm Sarah Jane Scanlon, and I'm playing for Arrow Harps. I'm Ethel O'Connor, and I'm playing for Arrow Harps. I'm Amy Mulaney, and I play for Arrow Harps. Okay, girls, I watched some of your game today. Was it against Kulani United? Yeah. Yeah, how did it go? Good. Yeah, did you enjoy it? Yeah. Well, tell me a little bit about the game. Uh, well, we started off well and then they started getting a good couple of goals and 
yeah, but it's, it's not really yeah. about the goals. It's yeah. not. It's it's it's. There's nobody keeping a score in this, so it's it's about learning and it's about playing. What about yourself? Did you enjoy it? Yeah. I saw you a few times running up and down there. You're like you're like a little you're like a little fire engine going up and down there. Yeah. You were flying. Yeah. And come here. Did you uh, do you play here regularly? Uh, yeah, we're yeah. here every, every second, second Sunday. Every second week. And every do you do you love Sunday. coming in? Yeah. yeah. Do you like yeah. the do you like the way it's set up and all yeah, that? Yeah. 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 And wait till I ask you, what about uh, during the week? Do you train with your club? Yeah, every, yeah, every Wednesday. Wednesday. Wednesday, yeah. okay. Yeah. And who do you train are you under elevens and training with under twelves yeah. or do yeah. you yeah. Yeah, Okay, that, yeah. okay. So that must be good to get you um um learning with the with the girls that are older than you. Yeah. Do yeah. you know what I mean? And do you play all the sports? Um I, I'm just soccer and swimming. Oh, soccer and swimming. And yeah. you, what about the Irish ladies? Are you going to watch them in the World Cup? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it'll be good. Yeah. It'll be good. Would you like to play for Ireland someday? Yeah. 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 Well, I'll tell you one thing. If you keep running like you did today, there's no question about it. You'll be playing for Ireland. Thanks, ladies. Talk to you soon. Bye. That was Sarah Jane, Aoife and Emma from the Ara Harps under 11s. They yeah. enjoyed themselves. Oh, they, absolutely. And that's, I suppose, again, you know, I, 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 I wanted to bite my tongue off when I asked, did you score? Because you know, I'm here saying it's not about scoring, but in order for them, I think sometimes to to, you know, it is nice to see them scoring a goal, but it, it's 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 more about the their confidence and um, you know that 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 whole sort of thing. You know, I, I asked I think two of the interviews, and I, I was saying to myself, for all my talk, I'm the one asking about scoring goals, but in the in the bigger picture, again, as I said, it's about the players, you know, feeling part of, and you know, the subs are coming on and off, and that's what I like to see. I like to see everybody getting um, a, a good run at it and versatility. You see one player she's in backs in the first half, she's in midfield, then she's up front and there was one girl, I think I think it was Ballymote Celtic she's normally plays backs and I'll tell you one thing, she was definitely um, a shoe in for a possible up front position because she was getting great positioning and she was real tenacious and doing her best but but thoroughly enjoyable. The weather was actually midland, there was a little bit of drizzle but it didn't dampen any enthusiasm. The place was full up with people coming and going and again the referees are extremely uh, kind to the teams. If they foul throw they'll show them how to do it right. All them, that sort of learning and that's what it's all about. So I'd love to see this continuing in that vein that we can um, that that we can develop that, that part of the league. So I was talking to my uh, my colleague Finola earlier I told her I was coming in and she, she was sort of saying well you know just to kind of make sure everything is is uh, is, is done in the in the the sort of the vision that 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 we have set up for it you know very good well it sounds yeah. like it's proving to be very successful so far the under 11 uh, blitzes on Sunday mornings I should turn off that phone shouldn't I <laughs> Um, that's probably somebody ringing to complain. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, um, we're about to hit a cold snap now, Tina, yes. in the next few days. I'm sure you and the league organisers are bracing yourselves. I mean, that we have a good sprinkling of astro pitches around the region, which which are critical in enabling you to fulfil yeah. a, a yeah. decent proportion of your, your fixture list. But I know when you see these cold snap warnings, yeah. well, you well, again, must uh, put your head in your hands now and again. Again, I, I know there was one game I was going to go to yesterday was called off because um, the pitch in Ballymote, the grass pitch in Ballymote was unplayable and that's just an unfortunate part of a lot of rain and, and grass pitches. And again, sometimes on even on the Astra pitches if if it's if it's very frosty and bad it you know the fixtures have to be have to be cancelled but hopefully the the cold snap will come 
early enough in the week that it won't interrupt too much our our weekend uh, plan because we're really back into the whole um, the season proper now and there's just so many like local fixtures going on in our own league and then teams that are are, are in, in sort of extra competition SFAI all that they have to be facilitated then you have the representative teams so there's a lot of arms um, you know going out from the from the fixtures which which is a headache for um, the obviously um, our Terry our administrator he and and our referee coordinator it's it's just difficult to, to try and pull everything together with certainty but I think a lot of people involved in clubs understand the limitations and the, why things can't happen as scheduled and things like that so um hopefully we'll we'll all work together and and and, and get through the any of any of the challenges we have particularly with weather that's that's sort of the one that nobody can really control or predict or whatever so I'm sure Terry will have the Sligo Leitrim youth soccer snowplow out to make sure these games can get played you know <laughs> Well we have a Sligo Leitrim youth soccer spades and shovels and <laughs> at least so we'll we'll uh, we'll do our best but again fantastic we've come an awful long way to even a couple of years ago the availability of the Astra pitches is um, invaluable to this the, the continuity of football because when you see a team maybe that mightn't have played for six, seven weeks that's not the, the league's desire because players you know training is fine but it's still training and they want to play matches they like playing and all that so again sometimes that's outside of our control as well uh, in, in terms of trying to schedule regular regular football um, every couple of weeks for players with other factors then kicking in so and can I just before we before yeah. we finish I just wanted to uh, say um uh, to to, to our, my, I I do the radio stuff and um, some of the other uh, PR but um, I'm we have our, our social media um, page and all the social media updates is handled by Dave Cummins and poor Dave is out in Tenerife at the moment and I'm 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 so so sad for him he must be having a horrendous time out there so Dave if you're if you tune in or that we're, we're all thinking about your your hard your hard time out in Tenerife um, but in fairness I sent him stuff earlier and he had it up on the page so he's not he's not slacking totally so but um, we'll not be looking forward to having him back but I hope I just hope he's having a good time in uh, enjoying the, the sunshine I'm, 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 uh, I say in jest of course but um, nothing like tweets snaps and factor 50 from Tenerife absolutely I was visualising him I said is there any chance he could get this up and next thing within about 15 minutes he had everything up on, on the page that was, was asked for so he's uh, he's on a working holiday or do we, would we call that remote working very remote <laughs> Pina Colada's all round. <laughs> Tina Byrne, thank you. Thank you, Austin. Abbey United. Kalani United. Arrowheart. Ahanam Celtic. Ballymode Celtic. Manor Rangers. Ben Bulban FC. Yates United. Dramore Villa. Carrick Town. Boyle Celtic. Gertine Celtic. St John's. Valley Rovers. Valley Gawley Celtic. Polly Bowles. Eel Tober. Grand Celtic. Ballyxadair United. Merville United. Glass and it's crew on United. This is you soccer on Ocean FM.